everybody. Welcome back to Connect. I'm your host, Andy Hale. I'm with Jessica Snyder again. If you listened last week, we just started to get into her journey to become a spiritual medium. We were talking about how she got to the point where she had uh, a mentor. She started practicing, doing meditations. So Jessica, at some point, do you just decide, hey, I'm going to just become a spiritual medium? Like this, this is my calling? Yeah, pretty much. So what I started to do is I I started asking people if I could practice on them, if I could, you know, either call in their loved ones or call in their spirit guides uh, and see what messages came through. And as I started to do that, first of all, I at this point, I had decided that this is for me. I love everything about this. I couldn't get enough of it. So I had pretty clearly decided that this is what I wanted to do, but I, I needed practice, of course. And what I noticed when I called in sort of loved ones or spirit guides for other people, I found what my real passion was. And this sort of tied into kind of why I wanted to become a teacher in the first place, which was sort of helping people see what their ultimate potential is. And this, these were always the types of messages that were coming through from their spirit guides. It was like, this is who you really are. This is, this is you at your highest, you know, optimal way of functioning in the world. And, you know, the messages that, that, that were being offered for these people were so inspiring, so motivating, and so, frankly, life-changing that I just, you know, I couldn't imagine not offering those messages to people. <laughs> I've told this story so many times. Like, this is like my biggest fear. Like when you said like, you know, like you could go through life not really realizing what your true purpose was. So like I die, I go up to heaven, the gates of heaven, there's like an angel with a huge book and I, I'm checking in basically to heaven. And I tell the angels my name, Andy Hale, and they flip, they flip, you know, this huge book to the H's. They look me up and they say, oh, you were a professional baseball player? I'm like, no. They're like, oh, you were like a really famous actor. I'm like, no. Like, oh, you were like, you were like uh, this politician who like you were the mayor of like in Chicago. And I'm like, no. And they, they give like 10 get, they, they go through like 10 or 12 of these. And they finally just give up and say, what, what were you? And I say, oh, I was, I was, uh, you know, an attorney. And they like they scroll down with their finger like, oh, that was like number eighty nine on this list of like of like the things that like you know you were aligned to be, you know, and like I didn't realize that I could have done all these other things if I'd have just chosen it, you know. Like I just think, I think in life, and what what really resonates with me about the spirit guide is, I think we get on a path, and like you you touched on this, kind of society's expectations. I think there's a pressure to have what we what we as a society could say is a normal job, you know, a job that pays the bills. And we get on a path and we kind of just like, you know, we we go to work, we work our nine to five, we get home, rinse and repeat. Next thing you know, we're retiring. We're all working like towards retirement. Oh my gosh, now we retired and I bought an RV and I'm going to travel the country or I, I bought a condo in Florida and I'm just going to like enjoy, like, you know, like that, like, no, I mean, the journey, we should be enjoying the day-to-day. Every day should be a joy. Every day should be a blessing. Every day should be like, wow, I can't believe I'm doing this. Whether you are a school teacher or a lawyer or you, you are an organic beekeeper or you're a florist or you're an author, there should be this passion. And I feel like what's so powerful about this to me is the ability for people at a young age to tap into this, 
to get that intuition, to get that, like, I, I view it as like a life coach, right? Your spirit guide's like, you're, you're, you've got this life coach with you your whole life, you know, that you need to tap into that can get you on your path. So that's what I find to be incredibly powerful and inspiring about this. So let, let's continue. So do you just eventually start like, hey, I'm going to just kind of hang up my shingle and be Jessica Snyder's spiritual medium? <laughs> it took a little bit more time than that, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sound like it's just so simple, obviously. Yeah. So what I actually decided, I did go back to school f- and finished off that school year. And that really solidified for me that this wasn't for me, right? I went back for the last sort of eight weeks of school and was like, oh, I hate this. I know this isn't where I'm headed. Um, and then I took that summer um, to sort of, again, really, really practice my intuitive abilities. And I decided instead of going back to work full-time as a teacher, I needed the time and space to develop this gift of mine and also to build something else, right? To kind of build a business. And it wasn't making me any money at this point. I hadn't, you know, even had a paying client yet. And so what I decided to do was to switch to a substitute teacher. Um, So that way I could, you know, for the following year, so that way that I could kind of have more control over my schedule, I could, you know, only work a couple of days and then have a lot more free time, um, you know, to, to build this up. And um, so that's what I did. I took the next school year um, and, you know, I only worked a couple of days a week um, just to sort of help us get by until I could build this up. And then I eventually took a business course kind of around. It took me a full year before I took that business course, I think, up until the following September. Right. So it took a lot, like a full year almost before I really kind of made this a full-time business. And, you know, once I took that business course, I, I, you know, I I really found a lot of paying clients and kind of all took off from there. But it took me a full year from the time I sort of realized this is what I want to do to the time I started kind of getting paid clients, I guess. All right, let me me backtrack a little bit. Um, And I know some of these answers because I've talked to you so much about this. You know, I've had, I've had several sessions with Jessica. She's channeled my spirit guide, you know, several times. I've gotten a lot of insight. We'll get into that. That'll probably be episode three of this. But I know that you have said that, you know, when I first met you, like common questions people ask you initially in a session is, you know, what is my purpose? Am I, am I aligned? Uh, what is my past life? If you can give some insight of that. And I know that you have said you can ask your spirit guide very specific questions and they oftentimes will give you very specific answers. But here's my question. I think out there right now, there are, there are millions of people right now who are not happy in their jobs. They are not happy in their jobs. Uh, they wake up with dread. They're probably physically and mentally not great. But they're like, you know, I'm putting, this is like, I'm putting food on the table. I don't know what else I can do. I feel kind of stuck. This is just, this is just what I'm going to do. Um, and I feel like there is there is an alternative for all these people that they're not aware of, that there's something more. It's out there. Everybody's entitled to more. I don't think anybody should have to go through life with that mentality. Every day, drudgery, drudgery. No, every one of us is entitled to a feeling of joy, a feeling of passion, a feeling of purpose. Uh, We just don't realize that. But here's my question. (laughs) I got a long-winded wind-up here. If a person were to ask their spirit guide, anybody out there, hey, am I doing what is aligned? And, and, and if the answer is no, will they be told by their spirit guide, 
what they should be doing specifically? Or is the answer just no? Like, let's just say there's a person out there that works in a factory and is not happy in their job and says, am I aligned? And the spirit guide says, no, you're not. You should be doing something else. Or will typically in your experience that spirit guide say, no, you actually, you have a talent for X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So here's the good news. And, you know, the thing is, is that you, you actually even said this earlier when we, when just when we started that, like, am I going to go up to heaven? And they're going to be like, were you a, you know, were you the president? Were you this, your spirit guide is never going to come in and say your path or purpose in this life is to be a dentist or to be a therapist. They're never going to give you a very specific job title that you're supposed to be. When we talk about sort of your path and your purpose in a lifetime, it's a little bit broader than that. And so the way that I like to describe it is sort of there sort of a way that, you know, unique gifts that you have that can be of service to the greater population, things that you possess that other people can benefit from. And there are so many different roads you can take to offering those gifts to other people. So it's not that, you know, you are, you know, going to be pigeonholed into one thing. And if you're not doing that one thing, you're not on your path. It never works that way. It always works in here are the unique gifts that you possess. And here are the multiple different ways that you could be using them to offer to someone which one appeals to you, right? And maybe you try them all, right? Maybe you do one after the other. Um, and so, you know, I would I say that I wasn't aligned as a teacher? Yes, in some ways, but was, was I not aligned in teaching others? No. I think I was always meant to be a teacher in some capacity. The question is, in what capacity was that? Right. And so it's comforting to know that, first of all, there's not one right answer or rather one wrong answer. <laughs> but if you are in a place where you're feeling unaligned, where your guide is telling you, you know what, you're so off base. Right. You know, like maybe. OK, let's say your purpose is to um, raise the consciousness of other people. So to allow them to wake up and realize that, you know, they're they're not living their best life. Right. OK, well, what are the different ways you could do that? I mean, okay, you could be an entrepreneur and start a podcast and share that with them. Maybe you write a book. Maybe you become a teacher and you express that in the school setting to people, right? There are so many ways that you could be inspiring people. Maybe you you create workshops and you go into cor corporate settings and kind of show them how they can be living their best lives in the context that they're living in, right? There's so many avenues that you could be doing that under the bigger umbrella of waking people up and allowing them to realize they're not living their best life right now. <laughs> So you sit down, you know, and I, I've experienced this with you, you know, so I, I know how it worked. Uh, when you channel a spirit guide, you personally explain the process. Do you, do you see things with your eyes? Do you hear things? Do you explain how you can channel like my spirit guide? Explain that process. So all of the above, <laughs> um, I do see, I do hear, I do feel, um, and I also, sometimes they just kind of talk through me. So how do, how do, it's so hard to describe with the experience of channeling and I, I want to break this down, but you'll see when you do a session with me, my eyes are closed because I'm seeing it in my mind, right? I'm not seeing it as if I see my hand in front of my face right now. It's not a physical apparition coming forward. It's seeing in my mind. I'm seeing these, I'm seeing these visions. It's like a movie screen across my mind. Um, and then, you know, I, 
I active, so I say I'm predominantly clairvoyant. I, I see first, before anything else, the first thing that always comes through is some sort of visual in my mind's eye. But then I, if I were to just rely on that, it would be like playing a game of charades. Seriously, I wouldn't, I often don't know what those symbols mean or what the, you know, why is your spirit guide showing me a glass of orange juice? I don't know. So then you're, then the guides will speak to me and then explain to me, why are they showing me this? Right? What does this mean? Um, and sometimes even that's not enough. And then I'll ask them to speak through me, in which case you kind of see me go, I'm going to let your guide explain here. And you'll kind of see me <laughs> yeah. step aside. Yeah. And I just kind of let... Like our last it, session. <laughs> right, right. And it's as if your guide suddenly is talking directly to you. They're using my mouth to do so. It sounds a little bit creepy, but I promise it's beautiful. <laughs> no, I mean, I just want to give people an idea because I think, you know, for most people out there, they're just, they're just, they just want to understand like, what is the process? How does it work? Let's talk about, I know every session is different. Every session is unique, obviously, you know. But are there some commonalities? Meaning, I know you start out, you have a meditation to kind of get grounded, to get calm, you and your your subject, your client. And then you call in the spirit guides. And I think, you know, I, I think I know you said like some of the common common questions people have are the ones that, you know, am I, what is my purpose or path? Am I aligned? you know, what's, or, or just what's, what do you want to tell me? You know, what advice do you want to tell me? Or what are my past lives? How do those sessions typically go? Like, do the spirit guides, are they eager to kind of jump in there and just give advice? And, and what's like, is there kind of a common theme you see in, in the sessions you do? Yeah. So yes, there's absolutely sort of a, a way that a, a, every session sort of typically goes. And so people will come to me and I even have them fill out a form before I even see them. Like, what are the questions or the takeaways you really want to make sure we get before we kind of even connect to your guides? So I'll we'll know already what their agenda is when we're coming in to connect with their guides. But what I'll always do, and as you said, we'll start with a meditation. We'll call in your spirit guides. I'll describe what your guide looks like to you or to me. And, um, and then I always give your spirit guide the floor. I give them the first five to 10 minutes to just share anything they need you to know that you didn't know you needed to ask about, right? Sometimes there's the questions we want right, to know, right. then there are the things we need to hear, Absolutely. Right? Um, and usually when I offer the floor to their spirit guide, this is this is when their spirit guide will, will kind of say, this is where you're not aligned in your present life, right? And so they'll share things, very practical things along the lines of, um, you know, first of all, sometimes they'll, they'll start sharing about their physical health, like usually because of your vessel, right, your body is not, op, you know, working optimally, then everything else they're going to tell you is null and void because you don't feel good enough to take action, right? And so often they'll, they'll share with you some physical things. They'll kind of say, you know what, stop eating this food. It's not working with you. Or, you know, you're dehydrated. You're low in this vitamin, right? Sometimes they'll do, uh, you know, a little body scan there. Um, then they'll kind of share, um, they usually will share sort of an overarching theme of where you're at in your life right now. What's going on for you at this particular moment? And so sometimes your spirit guides will say, man, you're burning the candle at both ends right now. Like you need to take a break. Like if there's anything, like take nothing else away from this session, you need to take a pause because you're on the verge of running yourself into the ground, right? And your guide will right away jump in and say that. Or for some people, you know, it, they'll jump in and say, you know, at this particular moment, 
you're doing too much for others and you're not taking any time for yourself, right? There's a lot of people pleasing going on right now. Let's talk about that, right? Or you're feeling quite, or your energy field is just full of other people's energy. We need to kind of develop a little bit of stronger boundaries for you or cleansing practices because all of the information that's coming into your field right now isn't even for you, right? So they'll they'll really kind of talk about sort of your present moment, right? Your the way that you are, you know, physically, you know, functioning and also spiritually functioning in that moment. They're always going to offer that um, right at the beginning. And they'll even share things like, you know, they, they'll talk about sort of your aura or your spiritual battery. And they'll kind of say, you know, if we were to talk about your energy field as a battery, here's the thing that's going to allow you to recharge the best. And for some people, it's like you do best when you are in, when you're feeling warm. So you need to prioritize getting out in the sunshine, right? And for other people, it's actually you feel best when you're out in nature and specifically by the water. You need to really prioritize spending time by the water. Oh, you know, I remember you, you, uh, with my friend Whitney, you know, the spirit guy was saying, you know, you really love, uh, kind of a, a, a fire, a cozy blanket and a good book on a cold, like a cold day, kind of like almost like the weather, like in, in Scotland, you know, and, and she was like, that's exactly right. That's exactly when I'm in my happy spot. Yeah. And so your guide will say like, these are the things that fill you up. Why aren't you doing more of those? Right. <laughs> and so your guide will kind of hold the mirror right up and go, and usually, and this is the beautiful part is that this is how we, I know so clearly that everybody has an intuition. Never will I say something that the spirit guide or never will a spirit guide say something along these lines that the person didn't already know about themselves. They just weren't doing it. I mean, like even you said, Whitney said, you're right. That is my happy place, yeah. right? She knows that's her happy place. Why isn't she doing it, right? <laughs> right. And so this is where your guy kind of holds me up and goes, hello, you know it. So let's do it, right? Incorporate it more. <laughs> and see, I think that first 15 minutes of of the sessions we've done is to me, to me personally, like what I like the best is just give the spirit guide the floor and tell me what you want to tell me. Because some of the things I might have known, but some of the things I didn't, you know, some of the things I wasn't aware of, as opposed to just asking specific questions. And I think there's definitely a benefit from that. But I like this whole idea of just kind of like giving them the floor, letting them talk, give you, um, give you some insight. And then so you find typically that the spirit guides are anxious to kind of provide that kind of advice to the particular person. Oh man, spirit guides, I always tell people, spirit guides are like little kids or puppies. They're so excited to be connecting with you. It's like, you know, when you walk through the door and you've left your puppy at home for a few hours and they're like all over you. That's what it feels like when you connect with your spirit guide. They're just like so over eager to send this information. Comes Sometimes it comes on too fast, too strong that I have to remind the guide to calm down. <laughs> right? So yes, they're more than beyond eager because it because remember that this is their purpose, right? Your spirit guide's purpose is to support you. You, and they've been trying to get through to you for who knows how long and how long have you been ignoring them? So when they finally get the chance to have somebody literally say it to you and lay it out for you, I mean, they're just jumping at the bit to get that information through. How many sessions do you think you've had formally or informally, you know, with people, not just clients, but maybe friends, family, like, I mean, is it, can you ballpark it? I mean, now we're talking, I've been doing this for almost five years, so probably in the thousands, I would say. Oh my gosh, like <laughs> thousands. Um, yeah. And are there any, without breaching any confidentiality, are there any examples you can share of like 
the spirit guide, you said something that when you said it, when the words came out of your mouth, you're like, oh, this sounds crazy, or I don't know what this means. And then either right then on the spot or later, it turned out to be true. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I hate to say it, this happens a lot. <laughs> Maybe I don't hate to say it, but there's sometimes where I'm like, I'm as it's coming into my mouth, I'm going to go, I'm thinking in my head, this person is so not going to be happy hearing this right now. <laughs> And sometimes they will walk away from the session, you know, they'll tell me later, you know, I thought you were crazy, right? I didn't agree with anything you ha you had to say. And then they always come back to me like six months to a year later and go, I literally thought that was a waste of money. And now I'm doing all of the things that you said, right, <laughs> that I was going to be doing. So it does happen actually quite a lot. Um, and it's kind of like it plants, I don't know if you could say like it plants a seed, but also, you know, it, it's like you were ready to hear it, even if you didn't think you were ready to hear it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, the example I heard, tell that one about the woman, was it Costa Rica? The Costa Rica story? There was one woman who, um, I can't, I wish I could remember exactly what her job was. She was working in some sort of corporate job. I think it had something to do with accounting or money management. I can't remember exactly what it was that she was doing. And um, I connected with her guides and her, this one, it felt so outlandish. I remember kind of going, oh my God, she's going to think I'm crazy. And I said to her, your guides are saying that you're actually an animal medium, that you can connect really strongly to animals. <laughs> I'd be like, what are you talking about? Right. And so she did confirm for me in the moment that she loves animals, right? That the, her and her husband, whenever they get a chance to go on vacation, like they're going on safari, like this is what they do. And she actually, as a hobby, did do animal photography, which she hadn't revealed to me until after I said this. Um, but beforehand, I was like, okay, your guide actually says you're, you're not just an animal appreciator, right? Like you actually can connect to them. You can hear what they have to say. You can share this information. And then the, the guides took it one step further because she wasn't really thrilled with her job. And so her guide said, well, actually, this is what you're supposed to be doing. You're going to be called on location to these animal rescue centers in places like Costa Rica and Brazil and South Africa and connect with these with these beings so that they are with these little animals so they can tell you what's going on and help heal them. And she was also a bit of an energy healer or that they were they told her she was going to be that she was going to help facilitate healing for these animals. And so she, she called me like six months later, I believe. And, um, and she said, you're never going to believe this. She goes, I really thought that session was a total waste. <laughs> and <laughs> she had started to kind of get curious about developing those gifts. She called me and she said, you're never going to believe it. I'm getting a two weeks free paid trip to Costa Rica. This, this rescue center in Costa Rica is having me come on site and be an animal medium and an animal healer uh, for these animals. And we're going on this trip. Like I'm leaving now. And she, and I think at this point she's quit her job, right? This is what she's doing full time. But at that point it was the first time that she'd actually gotten like an all expenses paid, come live in our, come to our retreat place, animal, animal rescue center and help us. And now she gets called all over the place to do those things. <laughs> now people might want to ask this too. Like, do you know anything about most of the people that you do sessions with? Like, they're going to be like, oh, well maybe she did some research and she, she Googled this person and she found out like, you know, who they are and what they're about. And then she channeled them. No, never. <laughs> I I am meeting you for the first time when you when I log on with you. So it's uh, it's it's I almost prefer not to know anything about you because then I know then I'm not second guessing myself either. You, you know what I wish? <laughs> you know what I wish? I wish I was I had like just millions and millions of dollars and maybe someday we will. You know what I think would be a great use of that money? I I feel like everybody should 
have the ability, the opportunity to have a session with somebody like you. I feel like, can you imagine this, Jessica? Think about this for a minute. Let's just, let's get real. Think about this. If everybody had the opportunity today to have a session with somebody like you, everybody who wanted to, millions of people could tap into their spirit guides, could get advice on whatever the spirit guide wants to tell them, how to, you know, health, job, purpose, passion, all those things. Think of the power that would have. I think, I, I think the thing that's hard about this now, and, and it's it's frustrating for me when I think about it, most people, even if they're interested in it, really don't have the opportunity to do it, you know? And I just, gosh, it would be amazing if if you and I had the ability to create some kind of entity where um it's almost like, you know, if you got free healthcare, you've got free spirit guides, free spiritual medium, because think how powerful that would be if everybody could tap into it. Now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say everybody's got the power to do it. I understand that, but, <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but that takes time and that takes, and that takes, I mean, I'm talking about like, I want to get it instantly. Like, I agree with you. Everybody's got the power and ability to do it. Is that, go ahead. I was, I interrupted you. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. You read my mind. <laughs> yeah, no. And I get that, but they're not, it's going to take time till they get to the point. Like you're already so far advanced. I'm trying to kind of cut to the chase. I want everybody out there to do it and to tap into their spirit guides. I mean, I think that's all beneficial and I think everybody should, but I think initially if everybody could get that first session under their belt, think of the power of that. Do you feel that? A hundred percent. I mean, think how, first of all, how much happier everyone would be if they were really, you know, following their true path and purpose and passion in this life. I mean, think about, you know, how much better everybody would be functioning if they were already living their truth and living in alignment, right? Your life just improves exponentially. I just feel like this should be a much, much bigger thing I don't know. I just, I'm just kind of surprised that it's not like, and maybe it will be. And I think you're a good example. If you really weren't authentic in what you do, if you weren't passionate about what you do, uh, if you weren't good at what you do, you wouldn't continue to grow and grow and have more clients and more clients and more clients. And now thousands of sessions, like there would have been a point where like, oh, you met that Jessica Snyder. She's a real whack job. Like, you know, she, I mean, like, <laughs> like I met you and I mean, I've spent a lot of time with you and you're just authentic. The way you have these sessions with me and you speak just so openly and it flows. Like I, I just, there's no doubt in my mind that you are authentic and you are doing what you are doing. Like it's, it's real and I feel it. I just feel like we go through life and we're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. You want to go to Starbucks and get a cup of coffee? Like, instead of being like, oh my God, like, we've got this power. We've got this, we all have this power to tap into this amazing energy and, and a spirit guide. I feel like it should just be, that's all we should be talking about all day. Am I, am I right? Well, I also think this is just so true to what your spirit guide had said to you in that first session, which is what your true path and purpose is, right? Which is to sort of wake people up and shake them and go, what the heck are you doing? Wake up. There's so much more. Oh my God. It's so clear to me. Yes. Um, it's just so clear to me. I, I just, I just want to have a way where more people have the opportunity to do this. I'm going to say this right now, right now too. So when this episode drops, 
the first person, if, if there's somebody out there that hears this episode and says, you know what? Wow, I'd really love to do this. Um, and, you know, I know from now with you, you know, you've been doing this a while and, and you know, your sessions cost money. It's not cheap. It's a service. It's, but the first person that emails me that wants to do a session, I'm going to, I'm going to book that session for you. You can do it for free. You just wow. have to email me, Andy <laughs> at hailmonico.com. A-N-D-Y at H-A-L-E-M-O-N-I-C-O. Just put Jessica Snyder and say, I'd love to do a session with Jessica. First person that emails me, I'm going to book you a session. And I'm going to, we're going to have you, you know, if you want to be, we can, we can, we can talk to you about, you know, your journey. Um, so I'm putting that out there. Uh, I hope somebody takes me up on that offer. Yeah. There is so much more to talk about. I think what I'd like to do is have you come back a third time. And we could talk about me. We can kind of delve into me. I agree. That would be really fun. And talk a little bit about my session. Um, I still got I still got so much more I want to say. Uh, so you haven't heard the last of Jessica Snyder. Uh, we, we are not done with our conversation yet. But I hope I hope these last two sessions have been in, as enjoyable for everybody out there as they have been for me. I've really loved talking to you, Jessica. I could talk to you for days and days. Uh, but we're going to continue this conversation. Uh, I look forward to it. I look forward to having you back on here, okay? All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. This episode was produced by Phineas Ellis and Studio Friends, designed and promotion by Bell and Ivy. I'm your host, Andy Hale. I can't wait to continue our conversation. <laughs>